Welcome to the Daily Boogie. on this Wednesday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. I am Boogie Bumpy, your host, hopefully for the next couple of hours or so. We'll see how we go. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you once again. I hope you had a lovely day because I certainly did. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing the show out. If you did, if you didn't, that's okay. I completely understand. You don't have to share it, but if you want to share it, hit that crooked little arrow on your DLive feed. Start spreading that shit like coronavirus, man. Fuck yeah, I'm, I'm in a good mood today. I'm in a good mood. It's, it's that, look at all of these wonderful people joining us. It's so nice to see that you haven't died yet. I mean, if you died, I wouldn't even know because I don't really know you outside of the internet. To me, you're just names on a screen. But outside of that, you know, I guess you probably have people that care about you. Maybe you don't. In fact, you probably don't because you're probably all very terrible people which is why you're here. So thank you for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's recommended drink, I'm going with cheap box wine yet again and generic no-name brand crackers because we want to be wine and crackers on this show. Just a whole bunch of wine and crackers. Thank you for joining us. Wednesday night on The Daily Boogie. Uh, if you'd like to become a supporter of the show, then please, by all means, ladies and gentlemen, D- uh, D-Live patreon.com slash boogie bumper become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player and of course if you'd like to tell me about your wine and cracker lifestyle then you can do so by following me on twitter at boogie bumper that's what we're going for from now on that's our official drink and snack combo the wine and crackers works for me because we're stuck at home we've got nothing else to do except wine and crackers so much to get through so little time for the last few weeks, we've been covering coronavirus pretty full on, pretty intensely, but not, you know, not lookness. We haven't gone looking a level. We haven't gone. Aah! We've covered more the government response to it, which I think has been pretty horrendous on all fucking levels, on all counts. Um, so I'm, I'm going to step away from that tonight. I want to have a little fun. It's the last show of the week. Uh, it's not the last time you'll see me this week, though. I will be, listen, and if you haven't been watching, I will be on JJ Stoner's program 
on Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, around 6 p.m. I saw JJ in the chat. Please follow JJ Stoner, dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what we're doing, but we are opening the conversation with adults who wear diapers and live as babies. That is something that JJ and I both have in common. It's something that we both love. It's something that we cherish. And to be fair, I think we're both connoisseurs of the genre. So we'll probably, it'll be like a meeting of minds. It'll be like when two professors sit down and start talking about astrophysics or microbiology or something. We'll be comparing notes, you know what I mean? <laughs> On our favorite adult babies. But I do have a challenge. If you are one of the boogers in the audience, you see, what JJ has that I don't have, JJ has a team. He's got a team of very dedicated researchers who scour the internet, unearthing these little hidden gems. But I'm a one-man show here. So I would, I've never done this before. If you would like to be enlisted in the Booger Army to help me find some kind of hidden special adult baby, I'll even accept a retard or re-re, as we call them on the JJ Stoner program. Some kind of, you know what I'm, you know what I'm thinking about. Some kind of individual that's fallen into the cracks, into the cracks of society. And if you can unearth that person, uh, I don't know what I can do for you. Um, how about a free sub to the channel? Maybe, maybe a dick pic. I don't know. Whatever you want, <laughs> you you decide what you want. <laughs> we'll get it to you during this time of torment and tragedy and global pandemics and death and all the other shit and whatever. Yeah. If you'd like to be involved in the Booger Army, then please, by all means, you can you can absolutely nominate yourself. Help me find something to bring to JJ. But you have to understand, this guy's an expert and he's got a big team. He's got a team of dedicated followers who will go out and scour the internet looking for this stuff, so... <laughs> Thank you, Tui. Thank you for joining us. Token security has arrived. Thank you for the diamond. So when you find something, though, you have to assume that JJ's probably already seen it. So we're looking for something that he hasn't seen. That'll be Friday night, dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner. If you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's proceedings, then please, by all means, dlive.tv slash Boogie Bumper. Get yourself some of those soury, slippery little lemons and leave those little suckers in my fruit bowl or streamlabs.com slash boogie bumper. So much to get through. I do have a Discord. Um, if somebody, can somebody please post the Discord? I don't know, Kimmy's usually the one who posts the Discord. So if Kimmy's not here, that's okay. I'll, I'll post it later on. I do have a Discord though. <sighs> okay, so like I said, we've been covering the coronavirus pretty full on. I have got amazing breaking fucking news here. It's a Fox News alert kind of announcement that I've got for you, and I, I, I can barely contain myself, man. Ding! I have breaking news. Nobody else, nobody else has got this stuff that I'm about to bring you. Nobody else has come up with the legitimate cure for coronavirus. I'm telling you, we have it here on the Daily Boogie. Via NPR. <laughs> Via Turkmenistan. That's right. The cure for coronavirus has arrived, ladies and gentlemen. We can all go back to work as long as we observe this basic fundamental premise, this basic fundamental rule. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the cure for coronavirus here on the Daily Boogie. 
Turkmenistan has banned the use of the word coronavirus. <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> I fucking love this story. This this guy is a visionary. I love this story for so many reasons. This has layers. Trust me, you're not going to believe what this guy is about, man. <laughs> the Central Asian country of Turkmenistan claims it has no coronavirus cases. But if you happen to utter the word coronavirus while waiting, say, for the bus uh, in the white-marbled capital Ashgabat, Ashgabat, there's a good chance you'll be arrested. <laughs> See, we covered the story yesterday uh, in Australia now. You can be arrested and jailed for six months if you happen to go outside your own home without providing a, a reasonable excuse for doing so, which is horrifying on a whole bunch of levels. But I would prefer people get arrested for saying the word coronavirus than just walking around outside. I mean, I can walk around outside and not talk about the virus, right? That's easy. That's not even, that's not even, a, I don't even have to try to do that. Exactly. Trump should do this. Finally, someone is taking action. The chat, you get it, right? You get it, chat. This man is a man of action. This man has cured coronavirus. That's because the Turkmen government runs since 2006. Listen to this. Listen to this fucking description. We're going to get into this guy. The, the Turkmen government runs since 2006 by the flamboyant dentist slash rapper Strongman. He's a rapper, dentist, strongman. I've never seen those three things put together before. His name is Gurbangali Birdmenyanikov. Gurbangali Birdmenyanikov. Let's just call him Bang Bang. Bang Bang Birdie has reportedly banned the word. Citing reports from the Chronicles of Turkmenistan, which RSF describes as a rare independent media outlet in this notoriously secretive and restrictive country, the Press Freedom Organization says, bang, bang, Gertie, uh, the government has forbidden state-controlled media from writing or uttering the word and has ordered its removal from, <laughs> from health brochures <laughs> distributed at hospitals, schools, and workplaces. It just doesn't exist. So you go to the hospital and you say, look, <clears throat> I'm, I'm having these symptoms. I'm finding it hard to breathe. I have a dry cough. Uh, it seems I have a headache. Do you think I might have the corona? Ah, 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 You didn't. You did. You did. You definitely do not have that. Uh, but I've heard about it on the news. I've been reading all of these reports on the internet. I've seen lots of these reports on the internet, and there's, there's apparently this thing called the corona. Ah, 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 ah. You do not have. You do not have this virus, and it does not exist. And do not mention that name again, sir. <laughs> so. Officially, the, the Turkmenistan government can now say to the rest of the world, we have no coronavirus. In fact, we don't even have a word for it. That's how rare it is here. I think he's an absolute fucking genius. So there he is. Oh, what's his... I'm going to try again. Gurbangali Birdmenyamakov. Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? Exactly. You can't have it if you can't say it. If you can't say it, it doesn't exist. <laughs>
Like, this is how they deal with problems in other parts of the world. But I want to show you this guy because once I read that he was a flamboyant dentist rapper strongman, I thought, well, I need to know more about this individual. Let me present to you the visionary leader of Turkmenistan, ladies and gentlemen. The man who has cured coronavirus by outlawing the word for it. This this is this is real stuff. This is the leader. This is the president of Turkmenistan. I don't know what this event is because I cannot read Orthodox Turkmeni. And I don't think Google Translate even has the capability to do it. But this is legitimately the leader of Turkmenistan. What's a strong man? Uh, a strong man is somebody, I think, who don't take no shit. I think that's the official definition. Like, say, a Duterte in Philippines. He don't take no shit. So, so this is the leader of, of Turkmenistan you're about to see. Thank you for the Diamond Rat Hunter for the Corona Crazies. Well, I want this guy. Thank you I don't care. Coming. I'll see you in hell. I want this guy to lead Australia. And when he's done in Australia, we'll send him over to the United States. Once we ban the word coronavirus, then there's nothing stopping us. So have a look at the leader of Turkmenistan. Hey, how you doing? Hey, thanks for coming out. Looks like some kind of gala event. They're getting a beat going. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Crowds into it. I don't know what they're chanting. It's almost like they want him to break out into song or something. Here he is. Come on, give me the video back. I want the video back, please. There he is. <laughs> Guys got fucking rhythm, man. <laughs> he is a god. <laughs> Made in USA review. He is a god. <laughs> I, I see people like people complain about Donald Trump, for example. Yeah, he's a reality TV star. He's not even a real politician. He shouldn't even be there. He's so unqualified. UK Neil, thank you for the diamond. Follow UK Neil, by the way. UK Neil dot uh, D to I see. I'm so overcome by the fucking flows. DLive.tv slash UK Neil. People complain about Don. He's a real politician. He's a reality TV star. He shouldn't even be there. He's not qualified. Have a look at this guy. He was a dentist. <laughs> he was a dentist and part time rapper who's now doing dance club shit. <laughs> the crowd and the crowd loves it. Of course, there, there is always that thing in the back of my mind. 
if he has the ability to ban the word coronavirus in his country so he can say that we don't have coronavirus, nobody even mentions it anymore. If he has that ability, I do wonder if the crowd is there clapping and dancing along under threat of being dragged out the back and shot in the face. I'm just putting that out there. Maybe. But then again, listen to the beats. Listen to the sick flow. Nah, they love it. It's genuine. It looks like a, it looks like the kind of wedding reception you'd have in a cheap hotel lobby near the airport. <laughs> it's like, wait, you really want to have your wedding here? Okay, I guess we can bring in some blue curtains and shit. Will that do? Yeah, that's fine. We've even got a guy to uh, provide music for the event. Oh, really? Who is it? Yeah, the president of Turkmenistan. <laughs> Break it down. Watch out for that breakdown, man. Look at them. They're getting into it. The Turk many boomers can't get enough of this shit. (laughs) This is the president, remember. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of Turkmenistan. We should move there, says Kimmy. I want to. I'm in. There's no coronavirus and the president does this. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the gifted sub, Gypsy. It is a great setup, isn't it? Of course, it's the kind of setup that only a dictator could have in a place like Turkmenistan, I think. Well, that's a wonderful uh, that's a wonderful laptop you've got there, young patriot. Oh, thank you, Mr. President. It's mine now. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't have to pay for equipment. That's the thing. I bet he's drowning in Turkmeni pussy. He doesn't even look like a strong man. He looks like that actor, uh, Eugene. I forget his last name. Eugene, whatever his name is, from American Pie. You know the dad? He looks like a Central Asian version of Eugene, whatever his name is. Eugene Levy, thank you very much. How could I forget that? 
ladies and gentlemen, the president of Turkmenistan. He's cured coronavirus by banning anybody from saying the word. You'll get arrested in Turkmenistan if you mention coronavirus. Therefore, there is no coronavirus in Turkmenistan. He's an absolute fucking genius. He can play music. <clears throat> I've also got one more clip for you. I've got, do you want to see what he's like on the Vox? Do you want to see what he's like on the mic? Do you want to see him drop a sick rhyme? This guy does it all. He can play guitar as well. Why isn't he our leader? Why isn't he my prime minister? Here in the West, we are so starved of legitimate, charismatic leaders. You know what I mean? Our leaders are so vanilla, so fucking milk toast, so boring. So boring. Like, what do we get? What does anybody get excited about Donald Trump for? Oh, oh, look, he sent out a tweet. He's owning the libtards. Boring. Boring. Does he ever do this? Look at the horses in the background for some reason. He's got soul, man. Like, I know um, John McAfee can play piano, but this guy does it all. He's got a backing band. He's the Turkmeni Roy Orbison up there. Look at him. Fuck yeah. And it's not like this came out like years ago and then he was elected president in Turkmenistan. He's been Turkmenistan since 2006. This video came out last year. (laughs) So as president, he's still recording. As president, he's still performing for the joy and the wonderment of his people who he obviously loves. I mean, look what he's doing for his country. Makes me want to learn Turkmeni. I want to know what he's singing about. I bet you, I bet you the words are poetic as well. If we could somehow get a translation of what he's singing, that would be amazing. I bet it's like you know poetic, like "I love you, you're the best." Our patriot hearts beat with Turkmeni pride through the through the ages. Our ancestors have risen up. We are the absolute cream of the crop. We're the best. Don't mention fucking coronavirus. Don't mention the virus. There is no such thing. Oh, when you go to the doctor, don't tell them you have virus, or we will shoot you in the face. You can't tell me this is any worse than like 90% of the shit we get on the radio here. At least it's got passion behind it. 
Turkmenistan great again. Turkmenistan's already great. It doesn't have to be great again. Look at it. Look how great this place is. <laughs> I want to be there. I want to live there. That drop, man. Oh, bring it back, baby. Some people are eating that soup, but they don't eat that soup right here because in here in Turkmenistan, we don't even have a virus, man. gentlemen the president of turkmenistan it's been an honor sir we salute you here in the west a man that can get shit done i'm inspired should we see should we see if i can find do you want to do you want to see if we can find one more song from the president el presidente of turkmenistan or should we move on you decide press one in the chat if you want to see something else from the president of turkmenistan press two in the chat if you've seen enough and you want to move on to something else. I do have uh, Australian white trash beating each other in the streets. Um, I've got Don Lemon crying. I've got, what else have I got? I've got a real life space alien. Uh, I've got why being in a three, in a thruple, in a couple of three makes you a better parent. <laughs> Gypsy's the only one that says two. Iceman says two. Okay, I'm going to look. I'll see if we can find this chap. Let's have a look here. Let's see what else he's got up here. Okay, we've got Turkmenistan. <clears throat> Turkmenistan's president performs. Well, we've got the president visiting his troops. He, he, you're fired. President of Turkmenistan dumps interior minister on TV. So he's got a little bit of the Donald Trumps about him, apparently. But we're here for the music, bro. So he's he performs with his grandson, apparently. Let's have a look here. Here's the president of Turkmenistan with his grandson. Chip off the old block. He's a creator. <laughs> this is wild to me. Here is a poem and flowers and trees. Here is a music and mountains and sea. Here is a poem of mountains and trees. Here is a poem of what was it? Don't mention the virus. 
Here is a poem and flowers and trees. Here is a music and mountains and sea. Nice. Beautiful sights of rivers and sky. All other beauties in Turkmenistan. Sick Turkmenistan. 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 Caspian waves and bursting it down. Life is so wonderful in motherland. My spending and dazzling Turkmenistan. Now, I caught. I caught whole rivers of shit about a month ago when I had the audacity to suggest that Donald Trump should change his walkout song away from, like, the cliched patriotic music. Proud to be an American! Like, if he got rid of that and, it, and, it's, and instead replaced it with Macho Man from the Village People, I caught mountains of shit for that. I still don't know why. Don't be so uptight, man. <laughs> Now, this is a patriotic song. This is their national anthem. Got to be. Turkmenistan. Turkmenistan. Lots of birds and flowers and shit. Nice rivers and mountains. All the things that are wonderful in the motherland here in Turkmenistan. If they if they did something like this, imagine Donald Trump coming out and dropping, dropping some rhymes like this guy. I don't think he's got it in him. I don't think he's the kind of leader that has this ability. Life is so wonderful in motherland. Ah, the piano solo. <clears throat> Every good rap song's got one. Trump should invite him to a rally, says Pope Piper Ohio, to do like the opening music. He Smart is wearing a red hat, that's true. Inspiration makes body strong and strong all the nations. Gives you a joy and raise spirit high. Sports is the way to your healthy life. Sports is the way to a healthy life. It's positivity. I'll put the link in the chat. <laughs> now, this is his grandson, apparently. Uh, made in USA Review. Where the fuck is Turkmenistan? It's directly above Iran. So it's in it's in that collection of stan countries: Pakistan, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, right? A whole bunch of stans. Nice. How much to play for wedding? Turkmenistan. 
He's got to be the biggest selling artist in Turkmenistan because I imagine it's one of those things where every single, because fu- it's all state controlled media apparently. So every single channel would have to cover his concert. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's not like you have the president's address and people can decide whether they cover it or not. In Turkmenistan, you'll cover song. In, in Motherland, you'll cover, you cover president's song. You have no choice here. They're forced to buy it, exactly. Every young Turkmenistan want want president album under tree. Every young Turkmenistan patriot want album for present. You buy or you die. You will love it. He is a strong man, that's true. Ladies and gentlemen, the leader the world needs right now, a leader for the moment, a leader for the times, a multi-talented, multi-faceted, multi-layered leader that the world is crying out for in this time of crisis, in this time of confusion, and in this time of destitution, we can turn to the leader of Turkmenistan. Turkmenistan, Turkmenistan. Life is so wonderful in motherland. All of the mountains and the Caspian Sea. You will love Turkmenistan with me. Don't mention the virus, there is no such thing. If you say the word, we will kill you and your family. It's great. I'm inspired. Fuck the left. Fuck the right. Fuck the Dems. Fuck the Republicans. Fuck the Liberal Party. Fuck the Labor Party. Ain't none of them got shit on this guy. (laughs) And this is the man that should be leading the response, the world's response to coronavirus, ladies and gentlemen. The president of Turkmenistan. As always, everything we refer to tonight will be in the show notes. Let's see. Where shall we go from here? Um, Okay. I'm going to give you the option. Do you want to see? Because I want to do some Australian white trash, but I've got two options for you. Two kinds of white trash. So do you want to see young street trash? Australian white trash? uh, In a racist attack on the streets of Sydney? Or do you want to see neighbours fighting with each other? Which is apparently news. You'll decide. So press one in the chat for teenage racist white trash on the streets. Press two in the chat for neighborhood um, angry neighbors who hate each other white trash. You tell me what you want. One or two. The twos have it so far. Twos definitely have it. The twos definitely have it, but you know what? It is Wednesday and we're doing what we like. So we'll do the twos first and then we'll do the ones. Piper Ohio saying James is live right now. James is live right now? Why are you coming in here telling me about that other guy? This is my show. What are you telling me about his show for? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> 
We want to go watch James. James is a great guy. Go watch James. <laughs> I got my travel letter. It can't happen here. Don't come in here talking about that fuck ass on your show. Everyone thinks it's funny. You're a funny guy. If you want to go and watch James, that's cool. Uh, follow James on Twitter, by the way, at RealPersonPLTCS for your 15-minute data downloads. We're covering the important shit here. I've got the president of Turkmenistan on the line. I'm not going to keep him waiting. So so we'll do, but I'll tell you what, I'm going to do both kinds of white trash. I'm in a white trashy mood. I'm drinking cheap box wine. But we'll start the way you wanted to start with the Neighbours from Hell. This show is called A Current Affair, and this is pretty much what they do. They dig up these little conflicts, these little confusing little conflicts between neighbours and bring it to the rest of Australia to enjoy. So let's have a little look here. Ugly neighbourhood dispute caught on camera. Let's, let's, let's dive deep into the underbelly of boganism in the land of Down Under. The Dawsons and Shottons haven't seen eye to eye for years. Ah, the, the Dawsons and Shottons. It's like the Capulets and uh, what's the other one? God, my brain is going to hell lately. But you don't expect adults to carry on like this. Don't you? Let's have a look. I'll be the judge of that. Thank you very much. Wait! Get off my dad! <laughs> I'm calling the police! I'm going to the police right now, so I dare you! It's a bloody brawl between neighbours. Mum! <laughs> the shirt comes off. They're ripping his shirt off the Montagues. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm obviously very cultured. Oh, the kick! Oh, you, see if you if you start bringing the kicks out, man, you've got to be prepared to take it to the next level. See, a little bit of push and back and forward is fine. Um, a little bit of a punch in the face that 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 only goes so far. Once you start breaking out the kicks in a neighbourhood brawl, then next thing you know, you're going to be getting hit over the back of the head with a lead pipe. I think. Mum, Dad, stop! Ooh, oh. A five-minute fight ends with. What's with that? What's with that one patch there that doesn't have any tan? What has he been wearing? That 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 is a very strange garment. It's it covers both full sleeves. No no no. The garment only goes around his neck, so it's it's like some kind of Egyptian medallion. <laughs> what can you wear? Possibly what can you possibly wear? So does he walk does he walk around shirtless just wearing a cravat? <laughs> <laughs> How do you only miss the tan on that spot right there? I'm confused. <laughs> Maybe he just walks around with one, like one of those Hawaiian fucking uh, flower necklace things. <laughs> That's it. This. Oh, whoa! You got knocked the fuck out. You hit Mrs. Dawson in the face. You hit Mrs. Dawson in the face? She was kind of asking for it. Let's have a look here. That fight ends with this. Oh! Quality. Mrs. Dawson went down like a sack of shit, didn't she? Poor old Mrs. Dawson. The five-minute fight ends with this. Look at this again. Oh, that's a good shot right there. It was a love tap. Come on. He didn't he barely touched her. Wasn't that bad? Like, I think that's the daughter next to him. She's pissing herself laughing. She thinks it's a she thinks it's a riot. Mom! 
You hit Mrs. Dawson in the face. Her husband attacked us. That's why they got charged. Alan Shotton is the one in the board shorts who loses his T-shirt at the beginning of the blue. What sort of man hits a woman in the face, Alan? Well, obviously one that doesn't care. It's a pretty despicable act, isn't it? It's a pretty despicable act, isn't it? This guy's obviously never hit anyone. He came up to us in the street and started this. Kylie is Alan Shotton's wife. Oh, the She's wife. the one pulling her neighbour's hair and blaming them for the brawl. Oh, I see. He clearly walked behind his wife over to my wife and clocked her. <laughs> and clocked her. <laughs> it's still hard for us both to look at that, but it really is. It really is. Cameron Dawson and his wife were the other couple. And we're know, the other couple. Still gets pretty nervous in her those days. Must be hard to watch, Marie. Even a... Well, I don't really remember most of it. Yeah, but... He clocked her. Remember. Cleaned her clock. There's violence currently on 11th. Uh, now, now, look at this. So, yeah, but, the yeah. guy who punched the woman. Yeah. Just don't remember. She, she, she just said, I don't remember. The guy who punched the woman, he's on the ground. He's got two of them on him. Right? He's on the ground. He's missing a shirt. It seems like he's outnumbered. Violence currently on 11th. Um, Bribe Island, Bangsview Beach, please help. This is awesome. This is <laughs> this is this is just happening in the street. This person who's filming this is just driving past, calling the police. Don't call the police. Record. Oh oh oh! See that? Look, watch the guy in the light blue shirt here. Um, Bribe Island, Bangsview Beach, this. please. Stomp. He stomps. Help. Stomps twice. Record. And then puts the boot in. Oh yeah, he's he's innocent though. He's innocent, though. Reporting the event and calling the police at the same time. I can't believe they showed that and then saying that the other guy is the one who started it. He's, he's fucking getting stomped on the ground and kicked. Is Cameron and Marie's 16-year-old... Oh, your poor, your poor man. ...daughter, Kate... I bet, you sp I bet you nearly sprained your ankle while you were kicking that guy when he was on the ground. <laughs> it had got messy and I wasn't too sure where to go. Um, and you're on the phone to the police? I'm on the phone, yeah. You and <laughs> my words are a bit jumbled. I'm freaking out. Mm. Not too sure um, what's happening. Seaside Drive. Yes. Yes, please help. So what sparked the rage in this upmarket neighbourhood where houses sell for more than a million dollars? Great, great line in the chat from Sergeant Bob. Thank you for joining us, sir. Sympathy is in the dictionary right between shit and syphilis. Well, as the Dawsons tell it, months before the street brawl, tensions arose when the Shotton children would oh. arrive at their place early some mornings. One of the boys, they come home to our house about 6 or 6.30 in the morning, mm -hmm. and I said, well, where are your parents? They said, oh, well, they're at work. And I thought, so we brought them in, and I thought that seemed a bit odd. And oh. so I went to the place, uh, and I okay. asked the police. What? What is the age for a child who left alone? They said. Ah, oh, come on now. Listen to this fucking guy. Do you see what's happening here? So this guy's a fucking do-gooder. So he noticed one of the kids across the road coming home at like six thirty in the morning, and he's gone straight out to the street. Hey, where are your parents? Oh, they're at work. And so he's brought the neighbor's kids into his own home and then called the police and said, what's the law 
around uh, leaving children at home alone. Like, because I've got my neighbor's kid in here and I don't know if he's uh, following the law or not. Say so he's fucking asking for it, right? Asking for it. What's it to you? Exactly. After that, it was always to go past a house. He'd be driving his car, it would be the fingers or yelled abuse and that type of thing. And it got to the stage I didn't want to go outside of a house. Yeah. Can we ask you some questions? So this was his this was his this was his revenge move, right? Questions about the blues you've been having with your neighbours? Uh, no, look, I'd rather not talk about it with my neighbours, no. Why is that? You don't seem to hold back when you're in front of them. Oh, you you fucking snooty little bastard. <laughs> Why is that? You don't seem to you don't seem to hold back when you're in front of them. Who the fuck are you, mate? Um, yeah, I think I know what this is about. Cameron says Mrs. Shotton came to their house claiming the Dawson's cat killed their cat. Something they <laughs> <laughs> Your cat killed my cat! <laughs> Wait, this is how it started? Your cat killed my cat. I want a new cat. Fuck you. <laughs> Kids coming in here. We're going to call the police. <laughs> Somebody owes me a cat, you know. <laughs> Your cat killed my cat. <laughs> okay. He knew nothing about. and he. So obviously the wife deserved to get knocked the fuck out the street. <laughs> Asks her to leave. Don't ever come back on this property again, madam. I know what you did. That's good. We all do do, and we know what you do too. We all we do all do. We all know what you do, madam. It was constant abuse. No, it was constant. Um, so we didn't file the report. We didn't do anything. We just let it go. Ah, uh, did you? Became a thing. We just let it go and then proceeded to film them whenever they were out the front from our window. Like weirdos. Increasingly unbearable to the point that we, every time we rang them. So this is the family of the killer cat. This is the family who owns the cat that killed the other cat. Police, it just fell on deaf ears. Yeah. Deaf ears. Um, She's a Kiwi. It's just a neighbourhood dispute. Fine, but there's been so many of them mm. that there was no protection no. at all. Finally, in order to get evidence, the Dawsons say one day when the Shottons walked by and abused Cameron, the whole family mobilised. They mobilised. <laughs> Kids, get your guns. It's time to hit the streets. Code red, code red. Dawson family mobilize. Like Power Rangers. We went to confront them because we... <laughs> Victor Von Schroom in the chat. They filmed them for weeks and the cops wouldn't do anything, so they kidnapped the kids and then called the cops. I love people like that. <laughs> enough. Absolutely enough after so long. So basically ask them talk to them why are you doing this that was it it's, it wasn't supposed to be a brawl at all no. the dawson's have got you know they've just you know got it in for us that's been going on for years and look the queensland they've got it in for you well they said that you had constantly intimidated and harassed them it is not true he goes straight in, into his with his head he leaned back who's the family with the dead me, cat then, though yeah i see i, I retaliated to protect myself and uh, the rest, as I say, is history. And have you ever come across Good shot like in this there. before? I'd never in my life. I've never seen anything like it. Claude Trebelsi... Never seen anything like it. ...lives next door to the Shottons. But why are you, why are you here? 
walking Why are you here? Why did you reverse? Why are you here? Why did you reverse? You're standing on my foot, mate. Has recorded the shot and is verbally. Everyone's recording everybody. I'll see you in hell. Abusing him, videoing his family, and Claude has videoed them. Here we have Kylie. She's sweeping the tar road. As you can see, she actually lifts the skirt up and shows me her underwear, which is. Um, charming. You know, yeah, charming. <laughs> but you're filming her, you fucking weirdo. Am I, what am I missing here? Don't you think it's creepy that this guy is standing at his window filming her sweeping? That's the creepy part for me. Oh, I'm totally innocent. I was just standing at the, you know, on the top floor, at the window at the second floor of my own home, filming the neighborhood, like my neighbor's wife sweeping. I was filming her doing work. And then she <laughs> flashed her underwear. Wow, what a freak. <laughs> right? This guy's a fucking freak. They're all sickos in this. Why are you filming her? That's weird, man. That's creepy. Fucking leave her alone. You're standing at the window with your camera filming her while she's sweeping. That's weird. Why is she sweeping the road? That's, that's weird too. Don't get me wrong. That's weird too. But it's not as weird as standing at your window filming or doing it. And then they're like, oh, look at her. Look at her. Charming, charming girl. She's she's flashing her underwear at the camera. Wow, what a weirdo. It up and shows me her underwear, which is... Um, charming. You know, yeah, charming to say the least. <laughs> We've spoken to Claude, another one of your neighbours. <laughs> Claude, I'm not even going to go with Claude. Ongoing not intimidation. You seem to have Claude. a problem with your neighbours, don't you? <laughs> The topic of Claudia. Look, they're just doing whatever they like. They've opened up the fence. They come into the property. Without um, your permission. What? Well, yeah, not with my permission, and, and they've been asked not to enter the property. What, they take down his fence? <laughs> they take down his fence and just walk into his backyard? Ben K. Veritas, thank you for choice. You absolutely have to watch the replay, man. You have to go back and watch the replay. You'll meet the president of Turkmenistan, who should be the world leader. He would be he should be world president. He's the best. Claude says he too has called the police, but nothing seems... See, that's fucking weird too. Look at them. They're all assholes here. The moral of this story is everyone's an asshole. ...to stop the torment from next door. There isn't anything that the police can do in these situations. They have to wait what till something happens, which is the last thing you want to do. But um, until that happens, then there is no help. Currently, my father is being beaten up, so is my mother by a lady and a man and my brother has gone out to help. They mobilised the family. What a shitty environment to live in where everybody's just standing around filming each other all the time. I'd fucking move. Like, ah, uh, I don't need this. You're all sickos. Because he is... See, this... I don't even want neighbours. My dream home would be, like, in the middle of the... in the middle of the woods somewhere. A Unabomber-style shack. I'll take that. You know, I want to like a, a 10 minute driveway to get to the road. I want to live with no neighbors anywhere. I hate all of you. <laughs> You're all trash. So you're saying they're to blame for all this? <clears throat> no, not all. People have issues with people from time to time. People have issues with people from time to time. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Uh, it's not a big deal. Every now and then people have issues with one another. 
you know, when people are living in close proximity, sometimes tempers flare and from time to time, you know, we'll have issues with one another. That's why I've been standing on a milk crate in my own backyard filming everybody for the last six months. Please, my, my mum and dad have been beaten up by my brother. Oh, butts. Well, no, no, just how everything is on all unarmed. I've got it all in recording. The video shows things go quiet for a moment before Mr Shotton hits Marie Dawson. Butts. He said he slapped me under cross-examination. But you think he hit you with a closed fist? He... Well, it's close. I'll see you in hell did hit me with a closed fist. There's a there's a photo that my daughter... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> See, I wouldn't hit a woman. I don't, I don't think hitting a woman's okay, but I've got to say that is one of the best fucking freeze frames you'll ever see. That, that looks like Muhammad Ali. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look at the face. <laughs> Sorry, it's just a great shot. It's great camera work. What do you want me to do? Even pulled up, he said, his fist is closed. While other witnesses care for Marie and call an ambulance, the fight breaks out again. Dad, Dad. Round two. Stop. You're going away for a long time, so you bitch. No, no one's going away. My wife is my will. She is, she is the hub of this family. She's everything. When you're not raising killer cats and kidnapping neighbourhood children. And it was like a little bit of shock. Anger, grief, all, all wrapped up in one. To, to think that I could have lost... Well, is that you saying see you in hell every time or just the recording? It's both. It's both. So if somebody follows, um, Apu comes on and says, thank you for coming. i see you in hell. So I just say it as well because I like it. My wife there and then. Um, yeah, that's a hard if, next The next time somebody follows, I won't say anything. I don't know if it works. If you unfollow and then follow again, it might work. And now that I've said that, if it works, 50 people are going to unfollow and follow again, and that's all we'll hear for the next five minutes. And what was your reaction when you saw that footage? I was uh, initially troubled by the fact the police had chosen uh, to prosecute the Dawsons. The Dawsons' lawyer, Michael McMillan, says he couldn't believe police eventually charged the Dawsons with assault. Hey, you started it, bro. They took ages to conclude their investigation. The Dawsons all provided statements at the scene. Uh, the phone footage was given over at the scene voluntarily. I would have understood and accepted had the police charged everybody in the brawl, I would have said, OK. It took three years for the case to finally be resolved. Piper Ohio saying this guy's a dick. Everybody's a dick on the show. <gasps> Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Sergeant Bob. Thank you for playing along. Solved in court. A magistrate throwing the police case out, throwing saying the, the Shottons were not impressive witnesses. Okay. I think I've seen enough because the violence part of this is gone now. So let's go to um, Australian White Trash number two, shall we? Thank you for joining us here on this edition of The Daily Boogie where coronavirus does not exist. <laughs> Because we're taking a leaf out of the president of Turkmenistan's book. There is no such thing as coronavirus. The word itself is banned. Therefore, there's no such thing. Yes, if you missed the start of the show, you absolutely have to go back. Because we watched, we have seen, ladies and gentlemen, the cure for coronavirus is banning the word. If nobody can say it, then it doesn't exist. If it doesn't exist, then there's no fucking problem. And if there's no fucking problem, then the president can get up there and just make beautiful music about the motherland. Teen charged over racist coronavirus spitting attack. 
A teenage girl has been charged after allegedly spitting on and verbally abusing two women in Sydney's inner west. I've spoken about the west of Sydney before. See, I've, I've grown up in Western Sydney. I live in Western Sydney. Um, Western Sydney has its own accent. We have our own culture. Every part of Sydney hates every other part of Sydney, but all of the other parts of Sydney hate us the most. <laughs> now, see, she's from the inner west. That's not even that bad. We See, I'm from the outer west. Like, I'm even more west than the inner west. I'm even more white trash than the inner west. So we hear people from the inner west and we say, you're not even real westies. You're not even real west. You're fake west. You may, you may as well be central Sydney because you're from the, oh, the inner west. La-di-da. And they go around um, slapping Asians on the street and spitting in their face. <laughs> they're not real Westies. Police allege two sisters of Asian descent were at a pedestrian crossing on the corner of Illawarra Road and Petersham Road in Marrickville yesterday when they were allegedly approached by the teen who was yelling obscenities about their race and the coronavirus pandemic, ladies and gentlemen. Asian bitch, you bought corona here, the woman can be heard saying in video footage witnesses took. Fucking eat a bat again, you dumb fuck. <laughs> it's very intellectual stuff. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. The teen allegedly tried to kick one of the women before a bystander stepped in. The man crossed the road to aid the sisters where they were allegedly spat on by the girl, hitting one of the women in the eye before she walked in the opposite direction, yelling more abuse. Just before I show you the footage of this, I want to show you this story from The Guardian. Coughing while Asian, living in fear as racism feeds off coronavirus panic. When Rosalind Chow was on a flight at the end of February, she saw a woman in front of her raise her phone up high as if to take a selfie. The woman snapped a picture and sent it to a friend whose reply showed up in big font on the woman's phone. Oh no, is he Chinese? Bum, bum, bum. Across the aisle from Chow was a man she later learned is Korean-American and a woman sitting next to him, also of Asian descent. The woman quickly replied to her friend, there's a lot of them, pray for me. (laughs) (laughs) Chow knows her experience, her experience, it wasn't even about her. She's making it about her though. Chow knows her experience was not an anomaly. Across the US, Chinese Americans and other Asians are increasingly living in fear, living in fear, as the coronavirus spreads across the country amid racial prejudice that the outbreak is, quote, somehow the fault of China. (laughs) People have this crazy idea that the coronavirus outbreak is somehow China's fault. How the hell did they come to that racist conclusion? This is becoming widespread, said Chow, an associate professor of sociology at Georgia State University. Well, who would have thunk it? A sociology professor at Georgia State University? Why, of course, of course she's living in fear Not for the virus, not for the coronavirus, not for the economic meltdown that governments are throwing themselves into hand over fist. No, none of that. She's living in fear because of people taking selfies on planes and saying there's a lot of Asians here. 
How fucking horrifying. This next part is the, my favourite part. My fear is coughing in public. Coughing while Asian and the reaction other people will have. The last few weeks has seen a rise in racist incidents and comments directed toward Asian Americans tied to fears of coronavirus. Last week, Trump started to refer to COVID-19 as the Chinese virus. Ladies and gentlemen, it's all Donald Trump's fault yet again, huh? Woo! The United States will be powerfully supporting those industries like the United States will be powerfully supporting those industries like airlines and others that are particularly affected by the Chinese virus. We will be stronger than ever before. Read one tweet on 16th of March, the first time he referred to the illness as the Chinese virus. The virus. Trump's use of the phrase sparked a chorus of criticism. Professional basketball player Jeremy Lin told Trump on Twitter that he should be instead supporting vulnerable people, including those that will be affected by the racism you are empowering. So it's all Trump's fault. (laughs) So with that in mind, I want you to know, with that in mind, let's come back. Let's come back here to Western Sydney, ladies and gentlemen, or at least the inner West, which isn't really Western Sydney, not the West that I know. It's the inner West. It's like the kind of, (laughs) you're not real Westy kind of West. Let's go back here to Western Sydney. And I want you to tell me if this particular young lady on the streets of Marrickville, I want you to tell me if you think that she is inspired by Donald Trump to do this. Got a fucking knife in my bag. You want to fuck around, huh? You Asian dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she's not fucking around, is she? Welcome to Sydney, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Western Sydney. <laughs> Visit Western Sydney, where, you, where you'll see many sights. I mean, it's not Turkmenistan, but beggars can't be choosers, right? Get the fuck out of me now! Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Who? Yeah, what? What big bitch now? See, sometimes you'll get these videos from, like, the subway in New York. And I'm always a little disappointed because you'll see, like, you know, racist attack caught on the subway in New York. Racist attack caught on a bus. And they're so polite. You know, and it'll be somebody muttering some kind of racial epithet under under their breath. And everyone loses their mind. You know what I mean? So it'll be like, racist, horrifying racist attack caught on the New York subway. And it'll be like, <clears throat> well, I don't think that, uh, you know, I don't think I want to share a seat with a black person. <gasps> and I'm always like, nah, that's not even, that's not even really that bad. <laughs> Check out what we're doing here. They, mind you, these are the kids here. So she's like a 14 year old or something, this one. <laughs> Do you reckon she was inspired by Donald Trump? Let's go, let's go, let's go. Don't touch me. I've got a knife in my bag. You want to f*** around here? You f***ing Asian dog? Yeah? 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 Get the f*** out of here now! Who the f*** do you think you're talking to? Who? Yeah, what? What, big Just bitch away. now? F*** off! Just go away. Exactly, you dumb bitch. You told us to say it again. You told me to say it again. Oh, okay. You scared me. You told us to say it again. Dumb bitch. Yeah, you said it again. Why are we talking to you? Go away. Yeah, go away. 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 Go away
Oh, good. We get. Uh, good. I was hoping that we'd get another view of it. I'm not gonna walk, you dumb slut. This is classy. I love my country. I love my town. Boogie, we Dutch had a song about the coronavirus, which doesn't exist, by the way, that filled the yearly quota of acts of racism. So you've got to step up. Oh, well, we've got to catch up to the Dutch. Asian bitch, you brought corona here, you fucking slut. Eat a bat again, you dumb whore. <laughs> I'm translating for you. Oh, we're back again. She, she, got, she can move. She got move. She got good footwork. Good footwork. You got to get those hands up though. They're no good like dangling around in front of your titties. You got to get them up around your face, man. Get that guard up. If the Asian girl's got any of the karate styles, you're fucked right now. You know what I mean? Like, see, she's just staying. She's staying just out of reach of the jab too. <clears throat> but she's trying to do like the uh, float like a bat, sting like a bee. But you, you know, if you're gonna, she's got good footwork. Don't get me wrong, but you got to get that guard up, sweetheart. That's what we call um, Western Sydney fighting styles, where you just kind of dance around and shake your hands in front of your chest. Clap a lot. Do the do the chest thing. Come on, come on, come get me. Fucking come on, cunt. Ah, oh, look at here we go. The White Knight steps in. The White Knight in his flip flops. The West, Western Sydney uh, suit of armour there. Shorts and flip-flops. She's doing the old rope dope says a lyric. Oh! Nice. There you have it. Can I help my ladies? <laughs> Can I, perhaps I could be of some assistance? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time for us to take a little musical interlude. Let's check back in with the president of Turkmenistan. A little bit of a palate cleanser. Here is a poem and flowers and trees Here is a music and mountains and sea Beautiful sights of rivers and sky All other beauties in Turkmenistan How is amazing the place I was at Caspian waves and birds sing it down Life is so wonderful in motherland My spending and dazzling Turkmenistan Sport Turk Lady Thor doesn't like the Turkmenistan guy Wait, he can multiply himself? He can do so much more than that uh, Alright, where shall we go to next? 
Oh, okay, let's do this one. <clears throat> I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll save the ladies. The ladies don't th- seem to be a fan of Kenny G. <clears throat> so let's find out why you should go braless during the lockdown. This is just for the ladies, obviously. This is some advice. This might be behind us. Bra sales have fallen drastically for years. With more and more women freeing the nipple, what is the protocol when it comes to wearing bras? I'm- Good. Uh, this is something I've always wanted to know. What is the protocol exactly? And why do they exist? A 34B and I go braless all the time. I'm a 34C and I love going braless. See, the Bs and the Cs, it's easy for them. Once you start getting up into D and E and F territory, then you know what I mean? It's a completely different story. I'm a size A. A? You you barely even have to wear a shirt. (laughs) People will just assume you're a a prepubescent boy. And I go braless. I'm a 32C and I go braless. And in fact, I'm braless right now. I'm a 32G and I hate going braless. I told you. I told you. It's a different story for the big girls. I feel like a bra prepares me for the day. So even on like a Saturday when I'm just spending a lazy day around the house, when it's time to do things, I put a bra on, but I'll be like in full pajamas, but wearing a bra. So the decision is made to go braless whenever I, A, don't feel like wearing a bra. (laughs) You don't say. Well, do you think <laughs> we are at peak? We are at peak preparedness for Corona Chan, ladies and gentlemen. We are ready. Take me now, Corona Chan. I've had enough. So, how do you decide whether to wear a bra or not? Well, I usually make the decision to go braless after I decide that I'm not going to wear a bra today. <laughs> and what do you do for a living? I'm an astrophysicist. <laughs> So the decision is made to go. I go braless in bed, says Beckett. Nobody wears a bra in bed. Braless whenever I a don't feel like wearing a bra. Good, thanks for clearing. Need, thanks for clearing that up, darling. Don't need to wear a bra or see the second I get home. Right. I don't go braless because I got huge ass titties and. <laughs> I like I like this one the best. Because I like her honesty. It's extremely uncomfortable. If there's an outfit that... Oh. Empress Venado. I've got I've got a sneaking suspicion that uh, Empress Venado uh, may be on the bra-wearing side of the equation. That looks good without a bra and my breasts look good in them. I'm going to wear them regardless of how big they are or what fashion magazines might tell me that I'm supposed to do with my own titties. I'll never forget when I got my first bra. And it was Do fashion magazines tell you what you're supposed to do with your own titties? That's news to me. I don't I'm not I'm not a uh, regular consumer of fashion magazines. It wasn't because it was a really exciting experience with my mom. It was exciting. <laughs> No wonder women are so boring. <laughs> it was actually because the day before, a girl came up to me in middle school and said, Made in USA Review says, I'm going to go out in the hallway and throw up about something totally different. Serena, the people have spoken. We think it's time for you to get a bra. I was so uncomfortable. I didn't realize that people were... I, I don't I don't recall, um, you know, ever having this kind of conversation about underwear. Ever noticing that I had boobs and we're talking about the way that I looked. I remember asking my mom for my first bra 
I wanted like this huge push-up bra that was like four times the like natural size. The first time I <laughs> This is riveting. I went shopping with the bra was with my mom and she was very loud about it. And I was just really embarrassed and I didn't want- My daughter's getting a first bra today. Somebody help us. Anyone knowing that my boobs are so small. I jumped like four cups my seventh grade year. And I- Oh, one of those girls. <laughs> Fifth form, sixth form, seventh form, hello. Someone came back from the summer. I would always sleep in a bra. All of a sudden, you're getting all the attention out of nowhere. I was never taking my bra off. And my mom was like, Katie, you can't always be wearing a bra. It's so uncomfortable. How do you sleep with one on? And I was like, Mom, I read this thing that if you wear a bra at night, your boobs are always going to be perky. I don't think ditching a bra makes your boobs more saggy. I really think that your boobs are just going to be their boobs. It, it, it does, though, apparently. Because I was reading a study earlier in the week. Because obviously I'm very interested in this topic. It's important stuff. And I was reading a study earlier because apparently a lot of um, women are going braless during the quarantine. Because it's like, why should I? Yeah, I'm just comfortable at home. But this report came out that said if you go braless, you're going to make your boobs more saggy. So there you go. Apparently scientific studies, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I think your breasts will sag the way that they're supposed to sag because hashtag Mother Nature does wish. Hashtag Mother Nature. People who say hashtag in conversation or in interviews, I think there's a special room in hell reserved for those people. People who say to you hashtag whatever, <laughs> you, you are not headed to a nice place in the afterlife. Satan has his stamp on you. He's going to take care of you in the afterlife. She does. History time. Gen Hashtag gravity. Feminists associate bras with restriction, but bras were initially invented to free women from corsets, ah. which were very, very restrictive. Have you seen bra designs from the 60s? Those things were like mini torture devices on your chest. So a bra kind of feels like a shoe that's too tight, but it's on your chest. And you know when you're kind of like loosen the shoe up, it's kind of the same when you have like... I don't wear shoes. ...type bra. But you have to do it like really discreetly. I wear boots for work, like work boots, steel cap work boots. And then every other, at every other point, I only have one pair of shoes. Like that I wear if I have to go out, if I have to go for dinner or something, I'll wear them to, I don't know, I'll wear them to like the tip when I'm throwing out garbage or I'll wear them out to a nice restaurant. It doesn't matter. I only have one pair of shoes that I wear. The rest of the time, shoeless Joe Jackson. I totally get the feeling of being like locked in there or feeling constrained, but that's actually what I feel most comfortable in. The yeah, great thing keeps them out of the way. About female empowerment. A man invented the bra, says Becca67. I've got an interesting little factoid for you, though. Did you know this? Did you know? Zing. <laughs> A woman actually invented the bulletproof vest. Were you aware of that? I know this because I was um, we were I was having a conversation with somebody who was like a feminist type, and uh, this this factoid came up on something we were watching or something, and it was, she was one of those more annoying kind of feminist types, and telling me you know that women can do everything that men can do, blah blah blah, and this factoid came up and said that a woman invented the bulletproof vest, and they said her name and how she invented it and stuff like that. And she said, see, see, a woman had to invent the bulletproof vest because men are too dumb. And I said, oh, no, I'm, <clears throat> I'm not sure that's necessarily true. And she said, what do you mean? I said, well, maybe a woman inv invented the bulletproof vest because 
uh, men kept shooting their annoying wives. <laughs> it's like, ah, ah. she turned into a demon right before my eyes. It was amazing. And I laughed and laughed, and sipped my wine, lit a cigarette in pure satisfaction. <laughs> And she didn't talk to me for the rest of the night. So it was a win on all fucking levels. Is that it comes in many forms. Some seek it through modesty, whereas others seek it through liberation. liberation. If you see and feel it as a feminist act to not wear a bra, you can totally do that. But I don't think it's necessary. It's necessary. I don't want to say I don't think it's a feminist act, but I don't want to shame people who do prefer to wear bras into thinking that, well, if I'm a feminist, I have to have this like crazy movement of... Everyone see my nipple and I don't care. I think going braless can absolutely be a feminist. See, braless can be okay sometimes, but other times it's not okay, especially if they're like a trashy person. Because I work in the city at night before lockdown, before quarantine, and every now and then you'd see like a common street trash drug addicted braless, and that's not the good kind of braless. That's like, ugh, ugh. You don't want to see that. It's like, oh, put them away, please. You're disgusting me. This act because people are almost intimidated by those who are confident in their skin. Nah, no, it's not intimidation. When, <laughs> when, when they're staring at you, it's not intimidation, sweetheart. I don't know. This poor innocent girl. <laughs> this poor innocent girl thinks that men are intimidated when she goes out without wearing a bra. <laughs> they're just, they're staring at me. They just keep staring at me. I think it's because they're intimidated by my empowerment. Oh, okay. <laughs> you keep telling yourself that. <laughs> she knows. She's got to know that's bullshit, right? And those who feel good in what they were given, and if they rock it, they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, they, they lied. Kazimierz Zeglin invented bulletproof vest, a Polish man. Really? Oh, I'm going to have to. Now I'm going to have to get in on this action. Well, see, oh, no, see, you see what it is? Stephanie Kwolek invented the Kevlar. She invented Kevlar, the lightweight fiber used in bulletproof vests and body armor. Okay. So she invented the stuff that bulletproof vests are made out of. So there you go. Let me show you. Uh, let's do... That's not okay, but it is absolutely okay. Free the nipple, free the nipple, woohoo! Yeah, the nipple's free enough. Um, there you go. Kevlar inventor Stephanie Kwolek dies. So it was 2014, that would have been around the time of the conversation. The inventor of Kevlar, the lightweight fiber used in bulletproof vests and body armor has died. So it's a technicality. It's a technicality. So without the Kevlar, there is no bulletproof vest, right? So we both we both get a point, I think, for that one. <laughs> well, I'm fucking tight. You know what? I get ten points. You get nothing. How about that? Fuck you. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. But uh, to be fair, we both get a point. Nipples are not taboo. Nipples are delicious. Showing female. I like her. <laughs> I like what's her name? Fucking. Patricia Laquisha or something. Nipple, oh. free the nipple. Woohoo. Nipples are not taboo. Nipples are delicious. Showing nice. female nipples is currently taboo. Is it really? It it's be. not really. It's They're everywhere. 
It's not taboo. Can we can we please give up on this fucking fantasy that it's taboo? It's not taboo. You can put it on TV. Put the TV on uh, on at after nine o'clock at night, and you'll be swamped by them. It's not taboo at all. They're everywhere. But if it's just a picture, they're they're in like children's programming now. What the hell are you talking about? Of a girl, and she's and you can see her nipple. We should just be able to see her nipple. I think boobs in and of themselves have become inherently sexual, which is very unfair. Become? Because... Since when? Since the 80s? They are just an organ... Like a top two. Pop! ...organ of the body. And even though people think that they're a sex organ, they technically aren't because they aren't a reproductive organ. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) We've got baby formula. (laughs) It's got nothing to do with the reproductive system. We've got baby formula. You idiot. Boob itself is just like this thing where men are like, oh my God. Um, And really they're just to feed little dumb babies. Men have definitely sexualized every part of a woman's body. So No, 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 no. It's the women that do the sexualizing. Women are the ones... Women are the ones that buy the fucking women's magazines. Women are the ones that buy the fashion magazines. 80% of household income is spent by women. So the television uh, networks, ladies and gentlemen, cater to female tastes, not male tastes. Women are the ones that want to see fucking sexy women on TV, believe it or not. Women are the ones that watch shows like The View where they talk about their nipples all the time. Women, women, women. Women buy the magazines. Women buy the fashion magazines. They buy the diet magazines. They buy the celebrity magazines. It's all about the women. Even her just nurturing her own child to them looks like something that's sexual or something that is taboo. Because- <laughs> I'm, get, I'm getting some feedback in the chat from Piper and Gypsy. <laughs> people don't want to hashtag see that. I hate that breastfeeding in public is stigmatized because you are feeding a human being. For people to look down. Yeah, but I'm eating. I'm a human being that's eating. Nobody's feeding me except the people that work at the restaurant. Now, if you were feeding me, then maybe I wouldn't have a problem with it. But right now, the chef is feeding me. I don't need to see somebody else eating at the table next to me with his shirt off. (laughs) On women for doing that is to not recognize that, like, She's in such an incredible. I see. I'm I'm somebody who's like, no. If you want to breastfeed, go go private. Go somewhere private. I don't even care. It's because it, it does make me uncomfortable because it's like we all have to pretend that my friend's wife's breast isn't open out in the open. We all have to just have a carry on a casual conversation. But I'm not. I don't have the capability to do that. Like if I was forced into a situation where we're sitting around a dinner table. And one of my friend's wife's breast is just out. I would have to talk about it. I would be like, I'm sorry, are we all just going to pretend like she doesn't have her titty out now? You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, are we all just going to sit here and eat breadsticks and pretend like I can't see her tit? You know what I mean? We're supposed to talk about it. Oh, so how about the weather? Oh, it's very nice weather. Oh, how about that coronavirus, huh? Yeah, it's quite something. I'm like, going to be like, excuse me, are we just going to pretend? Look at what's happening here at the table. If you're going to do it at the table, I'm going to talk about it. It would be like if somebody took out like a newspaper at the dinner table. I'm going to ask them, what are they reading? What's in the newspaper? 
if somebody takes their tit out at the table, I'm going to talk about the fact that there's a tit on the table. Sorry. I'm not good at pretending. Position right now for caring for this other person. If I and then see, but then I become the creep. That's the that's the uncomfortable part about it. If I'm the only person at the table who has the audacity to mention what's happening at the table, for some reason I'm the weirdo. It's like no, no. To me, you're all weird because this is happening right in front of you, and you're pretending like it's not. That's the weird part. So if you're going to do it at the table, then fine. But I'm going to talk about it. So is he biting on your nipple there, or does it hurt? Can I get a look? Show me. Show me what's going on down there. <laughs> They'll be all like, Boogie, shut up. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> what's wrong with me? I'm not the one that took my tit out at the table. You want to look at my balls? I'll show you. <laughs> That's when you ask if you can help. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm definitely a uh, go do it in the parents' room or the back alley or somewhere. Somewhere, anywhere. Uh, I thought this was nice. A couple of people got in touch and said that this was gay, but I don't know if this is gay or not. I, th I think this is a feel-good quarantine story. Have a look at this. I looked out my window and saw this girl dancing, perhaps to a TikTok song. I needed to say hi to her, so I waved out on the balcony. I think it's the nasally voice that gives the impression that this guy is a bit of a cuck. Because, because he's getting that voice. And he's got that, uh, like, I'm a male feminist kind of vibe. So he opened his window. This woman, obviously, it's a very nice part of town by the looks of it. <laughs> She's obviously living in a very rich part of the city, whichever city they're in. God, I hope I never end up there. Look at that horror show. So she's dancing on a rooftop because everybody's quarantined and they can't do anything about it. So this is what this guy did. I thought this was great. I went and saw this girl dancing, perhaps to a TikTok song. I needed to say hi to her. So I waved out on the balcony. She waved back. I grabbed my tape, pen, drone, and paper. Then I wrote down my digits and sealed it on my drone. Finally, a useful, a use, uh, um, an actual use for drones that I can get behind. Getting pussy. Flirting is normally daunting for me, but since I've been quarantined in my apartment for a week now, I was craving some social interaction. 2020 has been off to a terrible start, but I still needed to shoot my shot. She picked up my shoot drone my and shot. I guess it worked because. I still needed to shoot my shot. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here, Casanova. You haven't even touched her yet. If you're shooting, if you're shooting your shot already by just launching a drone over your balcony, you won't even last until you get to see the tip. Off to a terrible start. Breastfeeding. I still needed to shoot. <laughs> see, freeing the nipples not going to be a problem for this guy. I shot. She picked up my drone, and I guess it worked because I got a text from her an hour later. I asked her out to dinner, but she said how. I had to do some thinking. But first, I needed to freshen up, so I shaved, brushed, flossed, and did a couple push-ups. The barbershop is closed, so I cut my own hair. Next up was finding the perfect fit. 5 p.m. hits. It was time a bit of a metrosexual. Wait, where is she? Just kidding. We follow the rules. I told her she looked beautiful. You look beautiful! So we got on FaceTime and ate our matching organic microwavable dinners together. I sneakily coordinated with her roommate earlier to set it up. The date was going so well. Depending on how long this quarantine lasts, I might be in a long-distance relationship with someone who lives across the street from me. I excused myself to go to the bathroom. Of course, I didn't have to go. And then I masturbated furiously. I just wanted to text my group chat how well it was going. But first, I looked in the mirror and I took a deep breath. It's Tim Pool. <laughs> Tim Pool out there, ladies and gentlemen. The beard, the fake beard doesn't fool me, Tim. Tim Pool did it first. Take this relationship to the next level. There you go. I thought that was nice. I thought that was a nice thing. Um, here we go. Asshole parents. 
I wanted to show you this story. This is gay. This is fucking cute. How did he get the roommate's digits? That's what I thought too. I don't know. I guess he's. I guess it's not the first time he tried it. He tried to pick up the roommate first, and she said, "Well, actually, I have a rooftop dancing slut for a roommate that you might be interested in." Oh, good. Listen to this shit. I hate. I hate people like this. Shocked parents blast disgusting free school meal rations. Disgust. Disgusting. Free Ring school meal rations. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the subs, Ducks Regionus. Haven't seen Ducks Regionus back in the house. Thanks for joining us, Ducks. Haven't seen you for a while. Free school meal rations as bread, tuna, and crackers among measly supplies. Measly. Yep. Furious parents have blasted the... I have to reiterate. Free school meal rations. Free meals. As bread, tuna, and crackers are among the supplies. As you know on this show, ladies and gentlemen, we are now officially a wine and crackers program. Your official drink, wine, your official food, crackers. Therefore, we are the wine and crackers. Images sent to Sun Online show how a week's worth of lunches lack fresh fruit and vegetables. Oh, well, fucking pardon me. Pardon me. I didn't know that your free meal pack, your free given to you for no price lunch pack was not to your satisfaction. What a son of a bitch. In one haul, a pupil's lunch ration for the week included a loaf of bread, a bag of cereal, a tin of baked beans, four eggs, an assortment of breads, and a bag of penne pasta. I can't even get pasta. I can't get pasta at the store. These kids are getting it handed to them for free, taking it home, and the parents are going, well, that's not good enough. Where is the fresh meat? Where is the side of veal? One mum in Hastings said she didn't think the food was enough to feed her teenage son. Well, because he's a growing boy. My son's a growing boy. He needs more than just a tin of tuna, a full loaf of bread, four, four eggs, a packet of crackers, and, and a packet of pasta. He needs more than that. He needs a whole suckling pig every day. And quite frankly, if the taxpayers aren't prepared to provide a whole suckling pig every day for my growing young boy, well, I'm fucking disgusted. Who am I going to address this letter to then? She said she contacted Arc Alexandria Academy multiple times before she got information about how to get the meals for her son. She had to call more than once. Wow, what a tragedy. <laughs> she was left shocked at what she was given as a ration to serve lunch for a week. The furious mum told the son online, they've only given me a handful of pasta and my son is 13 for God's sake. Here's an idea. Why don't you get your son pasta yourself you cunt i'll see you in hell why don't you feed your son yourself how about that oh my son's a growing boy that you know they only gave me a one packet of pasta to feed him with what the hell are you doing what are you eating <laughs> fuck is wrong with people oh man I feel sorry for the kid. Because imagine imagine the kid living with mum. It's fine. Don't worry about it. No, I'm calling that school. I'm going to get an interview with the Sun newspaper. Everybody needs to know about these measly rations that the school has given us for free for my kids. Fuck off. Yeah, she liberated herself from cooking. She free the nipple. 
The mum told the, the son online, I'm really angry because if I sent my child in with a packed lunch and deemed it unhealthy, they would have removed it from the lunch and this is what they are giving. Now, okay, now see, I, I, I'm not a fan of that either. Whatever the kid has in their lunchbox, don't you touch my kid's fucking lunch. If I want my kid to eat a box of sugar, that's what he'll eat. You don't get to decide. Fuck you. In terms of rationing, this is really bad. There are kids out there where this is not going to be enough. Well, you're going to have to make do, aren't you? And it would be even harder if you had more than one child. There you go. Shocked parents blast disgusting free meal rations as bread tuna and crackers among measly supplies. If I was running a school and a parent complained about the free food that I was giving them to give to their kid, I would give them nothing. I'd say, well, there's no option. You can't bargain your way up from free. You're not giving me anything. Your kid can starve for all I care. Fuck you. Uh, what else have we got here? Oh, yes. Yes, this was a good one. A lot of people have been sharing this around recently because here on this program, ladies and gentlemen, we deal in solutions. We like to... Sure, we like to uh, involve ourselves in the minutiae and the menagerie of day-to-day life here in lockdown under coronavirus, which does not exist. Thank you once again, tip of the hat to the president of Turkmenistan. Thank you to the Turkmeni president. Coronavirus no longer exists. He's an absolute genius. So besides that, though, we like to come up with solutions. And this guy has found the solution for common street crime, ladies and gentlemen. I think he's been taking a leaf out of the president of Turkmenistan's book. This is how you solve the crime problem. Check this out. Oh, come on now. Where's my sound? Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me now. Where's my sound? Uh... Okay. I'm going to have to try and do it another way. Give me my sound back, you son bitch. All right. Let's try it this way, shall we? Okay. No, no sound. <clears throat> well, that's disconcerting. Well, <laughs> I guess I'll have to just tell you. It's not not so funny if I tell you, though. Looking, 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 nope, nope, nope. Thank you for the diamond, Becca. Okay, I think I found one here. Let's have a go this time. Nope, for some reason, the sound on this clip does not want to play. I've got no idea why. So there you go. <laughs> Twitter vids stink, I know. So, um... Tell you what, let's put it up here, shall we? Houston's Democratic mayor, go the Rockets, by the way. Go the Rockets in the NBA season that no longer exists. Houston's Democratic mayor announced to the crooks and the criminals that they need to chill and wait until the coronavirus pandemic is over to commit crimes. Mayor Sylvester Turner made the plea to criminals during a media briefing on Monday. Thank you for the diamond, JJ Stoner. Did you unplug it and wait 30 seconds to plug it back in? I think it's something to do with the fact that 
because I'm in Australia, I think some news um, stations don't let me play the audio or something if they're in the States for some reason. Like if the if it was a YouTube video, it would say this is not viewable in your country. I think Twitter's started doing that. So there are certain videos for some reason that I can't get the audio of. I don't know why. It annoys the piss out of me. Let me just take my plea. Until the coronavirus is resolved, criminals take a break, okay? <laughs> Chill the fuck out, guys. Stay home, okay? Stay home and don't commit any crimes. Problem solved. Why, the criminals will always listen to the mayor. If the mayor comes out and says, criminals, please stop committing crimes, then obviously they're going to do it. They're obviously going to take his advice. That would have been so much better if I had have been able to play the audio. But unfortunately, it's not letting me. And I don't know why. I'll, I'm going to try one more time very quickly to see if I can find it. In a version that will play. very silly nope for some reason we just don't want to play this guy that's so strange it's so strange because other audio is working the help is inspiration makes body strong and strong all the nations gives you a joy and raise spirit high sports is the way to your healthy life sounds good to me how is amazing the place of azar gasping waves and bursting it down See, it's working for the president. You would never dare stop the president, would you? Uh, okay, I've got two options for you to end the show on. You decide for me. Would you rather see why being in a thruple, why being in a threesome makes you a better parent, or would you rather see... Somebody who's a real-life space alien. Press 1 in the chat for the threesome parents. Press 2 in the chat for the real-life space alien. And that'll end the, the Daily Boogie for this week on this coronavirus-free because coronavirus doesn't exist episode of the Daily Boogie. One and two. <laughs> Whatever we don't get to tonight, I'll come back to next week. It's it's uh, it's it's wall to wall. People want the alien. People want the alien. You don't want to see why. Um, you don't want to see why a threesome would make a better parent. Okay, that's fair enough. All right, let's have a look. I'm a real life space goblin. Okay, because we did the blue alien before. Now it's time for the green alien. I think they're trying to outdo each other. So let's have a look. I'm going to transform into a goblin. Are you really, though? 
Are you really going to transform into a goblin? I'm going to transform into a goblin. No, you're not. You're just going to put on some green makeup. <laughs> you're not going to transform into anything except an unemployable young person. I love to be green. My favorite thing Whoa. in dressing like this is I can be whoever I want. Oh, there's a whole troop of them. There's a whole crew of space goblins. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Lyon. She's from Lyon in France. Oh. I'm Alice. Welcome to my world. Oh, bonjour, Alice. Bonjour. You are the uh, space goblin I've heard so much about. So uh, I'm going to... Saw the little pride flag there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stereotype city. So I'm going to transform into a pink slash green slash special goblin. You're very special. Very. I'm going to be in a very special goblin. So the first step is paint myself green. She's going to be bald by the time she's 35. Look at the hair colour going on here. It's going to take two hours. It'll, it'll definitely be worth it. It's a funny look because it um, makes fantasy with the goblin. Fantasy. I do love the French accent. I will have <laughs> Read us in the chat. See what happens when you don't shower regularly as a culture. Mm. <laughs> well, maybe I, I maybe I would just prefer green skin all the time. Maybe this is uh, preferable to showering. He only always, you know, uh -huh. we are, we, you know, there's this stereotype that we are dirty people. But uh, I just decide I, I want. I prefer uh, the green skin. It's much better for me. Add some glitters and some pink. Some glitters. You can't get rid of glitter. Once it's on you, that's it. It's Dimitri Martin joke. <laughs> glitter is the herpes of craft supplies. <laughs> if you're going to use glitter, you have to be prepared to have it on you forever. <laughs> My face is like a playground and I can create whatever I want. My face is like a playground. It's complicated. Who wants to sit at the playground? It's for me to describe my look because it's different every day. I would say that it's a mix between Goblin in the fantasy and uh, Arajuku with pink and glitters. Mon, mon cœur. Allez, viens, bébé. She has a pet lizard. <laughs> C'est non. So pet lizards, pride flags, dressing up like a goblin, pink and purples everywhere. So unique. You are you are a unique snowflake just like everybody, like the millions of other young people in Europe who are exactly like you. So when I was... Sonic the Hedgehog! The younger, I received bullying from um, other uh, students. Some uh, boys uh, start uh, yelling insults toward me and um, they start uh, spit uh, on me and uh, on oh, my what? backpack. What? Boys are yelling at you and spitting on you? That's not cool. <laughs> Dress up like a goblin and go on the internet. That'll show them. Um, they start uh, spit uh, on me and uh, on my backpack. My backpack. 
kick in. Even though I suffer from bullying in the past, it never stopped me for being myself and uh, for having uh, an alternative style. No, 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 no. I think she was getting bullied, right? This is just my this is just my hunch. I think she was getting bullied. And then she progressively went into more freaky and freaky stuff. And now she's found a community of people who were equally bullied because there's strength in numbers. So when she's a goblin with the other goblins, they don't get bullied anymore and they just only give each other positive vibes. You know what I mean? So instead of doing, instead of not doing the thing that was getting her bullied, like whatever that was, or trying to be a little more cool or whatever, just try and fit in. It's not that hard. <laughs> Stop being yourself. <laughs> Maybe if you weren't yourself so much, people wouldn't bully you. <laughs> I'm going to be a great parent. Dad, I'm getting bullied. What are you doing? I'm just being myself. Well, stop doing that. Be like that guy. <laughs> then you won't get bullied anymore. So she went out and she found a little community where there is no bully. There's only harmony and there's fun and friendship and positivity. Positivity. I love to be green because... Yes, you should bully goblins, exactly. Bring me a lot. If you don't bully the goblins, they'll come back late at night and eat your babies. Out of joy. I just want to feel 100% myself. It's just... They always say this, I'm just being myself. You're not, though. You're not being yourself because I don't know if you know this or not, um, green face paint and makeup is not yourself, right? That's, you're putting a mask, you're literally putting a mask on. You are pretending to be a space goblin. That is not being yourself. You are not, you are not a space goblin. <laughs> you are a young girl from Lyon in France who was bullied when they were a kid. I'm terribly sorry, but you are not a space goblin. I don't want to be the one to pop your balloon. Well, I just want to be myself, which is why I spend two hours putting on green makeup, changing my hair color, and pretending to be an alien. It, it shouldn't take two hours to be yourself, exactly. <laughs> You're not being yourself at all. You're being something else. Stop saying that. Well, I just want. I'd, I'd rather they say, I don't want to be myself. I hate myself. I hate my life. I hate who I am. I hate myself. That's why I dress up like a goblin so I can pretend to be somebody else and that makes me happy. I'd be like, that's fine. Okay. I don't even have a problem with that. <laughs> Henry St. George Tucker Bumper. Space goblin isn't even a thing. Damn, she's special. Wants to feel 100% myself. It's just about self expression and. It's not self expression, it's artistic performance. Feeling. Don't you know the difference? Comfortable. I do love the knitted iPod though. Is that, an, is that a Game Boy or an iPod? It looks like a Game Boy. And happy with how I look. Oh, I look. Oh, the boyfriend. I knew that there was some sex shit involved in this, didn't you? I knew that this would turn to sex very quickly. It always does. <laughs> There's always a sex angle with these people. <laughs> always. None of them are single. Not one. We've we've covered a lot of these kinds of people who dress up. We did the Blue Alien not long ago. Um, there's other people who dress up like animals and stuff. There's people who get like full body modification. We've gone through the whole plethora of options available to the people who were bullied when they were kids, when they grow up. There's there's always a sex angle, man. It's a, I just want to be myself and uh, 
I want people who like me for me, for being me. And, uh, you know, I dress up as space, a space goblin just because it makes me feel like I am being myself and uh, it's about self-expression. And then it's always like routine, like ding dong, in comes the, in comes the big swinging dick. There's my little space goblin. Who's ready to go to a for a trip to the stars tonight? What to do? My boyfriend. My daddy, my boyfriend. He doesn't even wear the makeup. He's he's just happy to have me as me. Keep the ears on, baby. As a very classical and simple look. Mm. He loves how I look, even though. I bet he does. <laughs> I can't, can't, I don't even blame him. I would too, just once, just once to see what it's like and then I would move on. We are really different. <laughs> JJ Stoner! <laughs> it looks like Mersh! <laughs> he loves how I look even though we are really... It is! That's, that's him. That is him right there. Grab that. Screen cap that shit. <laughs> we fucking found him. We found him. Mersh, when were you in France? When was the last time you were in France eating that bread and the cheese, drinking the wine and shit? He thought he was safe. He thought he was safe from prying eyes, but we found him. He's banging the alien goblin bitch. <laughs> you know, you know, I've, you know, I've had a lot of girlfriends. I've had some freaky girlfriends and I was banging this goblin bitch in France once. Man, I tell you. <laughs> Everybody puts shit Oh you're not crushing enough puss Have you crushed fucking alien puss You fucking faggot There it is ladies and gentlemen Nightwave's own Mersh Hanging with the bizarro alien bitch Different Brilliant <laughs> Oh he's wearing ears My boyfriend's name is Nicola Mersh <laughs> Oh. My boyfriend's name is Mike Sheely. <laughs> He's so supportive. I knew I knew he I knew he was a teddy bear. Like I knew it. He gets a lot of shit from people who say like oh he hates women and stuff. Bullshit man. He supports women. Big supporter of women. Especially the freaky alien sluts. <laughs> the French ones so funny because no one expects to see us together you just you just sit right there baby i'll take care of you especially on the street when i first saw uh alice style fake accent i was uh intimidated <laughs> he says he's from long island but he's actually from long island long island which is near lyon france first thing <laughs> Yeah, at first I was like, we are from two different worlds, but uh, by messages and... Uh... But once we started banging, all of a sudden I was a fan. <laughs> Turns out these freaky chicks who put face paint on, who were bullied in high school, fuck like demons, man. By talking, we I saw that we were not very different. We're not very different at all. Nice boots. All right, let's... I want to see you out on the town. When I go outside and when I walk in the street, sometimes... When I, I walk in the street. <laughs> I thought she said when I work in the streets. I was like, oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> but no, when I walk in the street. People can be really rude. 
I wonder why. <laughs> why are people staring? What's wrong with them? We feel the, the gaze of other people, and so we can't act uh, naturally. Walking with a goblin uh, isn't something I <laughs> experienced before. <laughs> but, um, but I'm not a goblin every day. I'm just a sometimes goblin. Just on Tuesdays. Tuesdays and Thursdays are the goblin days. Ah, so we've got a witch friend. There's another, I don't know what you would call that thing on the left. Looks like a palm reader of a traveling, traveling fair or something. Home, the homeless. They all look homeless and drug addicted and put it that way. Ça va? My ça va? group of friends represent a lot for me. Oui, ça va bien, merci. Me, of course, because even though we don't have the same style at all, we share the same the same interest. Oui. Alice look is very colorful. I think it's evident. <laughs> JJ. So this is why he tells us to watch the skies, so he can fuck all the aliens already here. It, uh, it's an explosion of colors. The sort of alien. <laughs> an alien in Leon. <laughs> it brings. She found her little crew. She found a little like minded crew of space goblins. I'm very happy for her. Joy in a grey world. My dreams is to stay myself and to find my way as an adult. There you go, there's a free the nip. To stay myself and to find my way. It's incredibly cold out there in the French winter. As an adult. I like this dressing this way because thanks to that, I'm confident and I feel... She puts way more effort in than everybody else does, though. I mean, look at the one, like, on her right shoulder. She hasn't put any effort in at all. She just looks like a mental patient. You know, she's wearing that hospital gown. She's putting way more effort in. I feel pretty, I feel comfortable and 100% myself. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The space goblin we all love. And with that, my friends, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Daily Boogie podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. Remember, coronavirus does not exist. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for sharing the show out. If you did, if you didn't, that's okay too. Thank you to everybody who contributed on DLive, dlive.tv slash Boogie Bumper. Don't forget to follow our friends. First and foremost, of course, JJ Stoner. I'll be joining JJ Stoner on his show Friday night around 6pm. We'll see what we can bring to the table. See what kind of freaks we can unearth. And another call to the boogers out there. If you would like to help me bring something to JJ Stoner's show, then please... By all means, go out there, send your feelers out, look out amongst the internet, look for stuff. But it's got to be stuff that JJ hasn't seen yet, which is going to be very, very difficult. So we're looking for shit like 10 views or less on YouTube, if possible. That's kind of the level I'm looking for. So if you want to help me out, try and blow JJ's mind, which is going to be, like I said, it's mission impossible. But I mean, if the president of Turkmenistan can cure coronavirus, then we can do this. How crazy do you want to get? I want all the crazy. Friday night, 6pm, dlive.tv slash JJ Stoner. Don't forget to follow our friends, ladies and gentlemen. Why Censored, who's doing a show tomorrow night, Thursday night. Kimmy in the chat. 
uh, Mr. America, The Beard of Truth, UK Neil, Winning TV, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Irrational Times, Joy of Pessy, uh, Nightwave maybe later tonight, I'm not sure, Wednesday night, I'm not sure, I don't know if he's going to be on, he was on last week, but uh, if he's not, he's probably banging some Space Goblin French bitch. <laughs> I can't get that out of my mind now, that's fantastic. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, patreon.com slash boogiebumper. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player. And, of course, if you'd like to tell me about the space goblin chick that you are banging, then you can do so by following me on Twitter, at boogiebumper. Until Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, stay calm, stay rational. God bless. I'm opening the chest right now. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.